Good Monday morning. Welcome to another episode of the podcast, Insanity, A Peace of Mind. I am your host, Stephanie. Hello, this is episode 43. And this week, since it is the beginning of Thanksgiving week, uh, let's talk a little bit about gratitude. And hopefully this will be a slightly different take on gratitude because I am going to talk about the science behind the benefits of practicing gratitude. And there are measurable things that can happen. And so this week, as you are preparing for Thanksgiving, and I probably could have done something starting at the beginning of November, but the idea would be to carry this practice of gratitude with you throughout basically the rest of your life and really try and tune into this mindful practice because it is a mindfulness practice as well as just a great way to be in life. Grateful. One of the first things to understand or to begin talking about gratitude is to how to practice it and how to build your capacity for being grateful. It's not hard. It just takes practice, much like everything else we do in life. The more you can bring your attention to the things that you're grateful for, the more you'll notice the things to be grateful for. So there are two quick and easy things that you can do. The first one is to start by observing. And what you're going to observe are your thank yous, the times and places and experiences that you engage in where you actually thank somebody for something. Is it a habit? Do you think intentionally before you offer up thanks? Are you hasty about it? Is it an afterthought? How do you feel when you express gratitude or thanks in your daily small transactions? Do you feel stressed, uptight, perhaps a little amp- a little absent-minded? When you're in these scenarios, because you're going to observe this, take a few seconds and scan your body. Are you already physically moving on to your next interaction? Or do you have some amount of devotion or intention in these small transactional expressions of gratitude and thanks? So pay attention grocery store clerks, co-workers, family members, partners, spouses, just see where you're at when you're expressing thanks or gratitude for something. Number two, pick one thankful interaction a day. And when you feel that instinct to say thank you come up, Stop for a minute and take note. 
can you feel very specifically what it is you are thankful for, even beyond the gesture that's being extended? So, for example, a few weeks ago, we were at a restaurant for dinner, and the server brought, she asked us what we wanted to drink, and I ordered Diet Coke and water. And so she brought out the water. And then when she came a few minutes later, she brought out two Diet Cokes. And she said, I know how Diet Coke drinkers feel about their Diet Coke. And I want you to have what you need and not be waiting for me if I get busy. That was a really, I was going to, I was just going to say that was a really small thing. And as I'm thinking back on it, it wasn't a really small thing. It was significant to me. And I remember feeling very grateful. And I thanked her and we chatted for half a second about how Diet Coke drinkers like to have their Diet Coke stacked up. But that was a really significant moment. And she went above and beyond and gave me something to very intentionally be grateful for. So in your interactions during the day, see where you are with your thanks. Is it intentional? Is it meaningful? What's going on? Okay, another uh, important component to practicing gratitude includes affirming the good things that you've received. And then acknowledge the role other people play in providing your life with things to be grateful for. So it's clear we like to be grateful and express thanks to the people who help us. And we like to recognize the things in our life that we're grateful for. And to continue with Expressing the importance of that, research has linked gratitude with a wide range of benefits, including strengthening the immune system and improving your sleep patterns. Feeling optimistic and experiencing more joy and pleasure, being more helpful and generous, and feeling less lonely and isolated. So, two components, two additional components of practicing gratitude. Affirm the good things that you've received. Acknowledge the role other people play in providing your life with something good. And you can increase your health and well-being by doing this. If I were to leave it right there and end this podcast, in part because I'm losing my voice, haven't felt tip-top for the last few days, I imagine most of you would say something like, that's great. Now, how do I do those things? How do I affirm the good things that I've received or really acknowledge the role other people play in providing blessings and benefit to me? And so I will endure a few more minutes and I will give you a handful of ways to practice daily gratitude. These are mindful activities because mindfulness and gratitude go hand in hand. And 
being mindful and being grateful are two of the most important things human beings can be. And I mean that sincerely. So an easy one is to keep a gratitude journal. Just literally exactly that. Write down on a piece of paper, in a notebook, in a journal, in a journal that says gratitude journal on it, the things that you are grateful for or the things that you enjoy. This can include recalling moments of gratitude that are connected with basic daily experiences. They don't have to be big things. You can be grateful for things about yourself. You can be grateful for specific gifts and talents that people in your family have that benefit you or bless your life. And so taking a few minutes, two or three times a week to write down in a notebook five things that you're grateful for is a really good way. It can be, um, let's see, you can do this any number of ways. You can, I'm thinking, you can just five things that you're grateful for. You can make one of them just ordinary something that's happened before you started writing and others you can have related to work. It doesn't really matter how you do it. Just start doing it. Focusing also on ordinary events is a really good way of increasing your ability to see the things to be grateful for. If you're looking for big things, those are going to be harder to find. Another way to help foster gratitude is to actually remember the negative things that have happened or negative experiences that you've had. In order to be grateful for something in your current state, it helps to remember that you've overcome difficult experiences or that a few weeks ago, you were struggling with this and you're not anymore, or any way that you can use your negative experiences or things that haven't been ideal in your life to help you center on gratitude today is a contrast that creates fertile ground for gratefulness. You can um, ask this, this is one of the ways that you can journal, but you can ask yourself three questions as you ponder and meditate on your relationships with parents or friends, coworkers, whoever you interact with, you can ask yourself, what have I received from, and then this person, what have I given to another person? What troubles and difficulty have I caused? This kind of meditative questioning allows you to, again, focus in on simple ways to be grateful. And it helps you see the people who are actively investing in your life and helping you become 
better or helping you succeed or helping you grow and to be grateful for those people becomes easier when you're asking these questions. The last question, what troubles and difficulty have I caused? That's just a good one to ask yourself because we're all in relationships and we all mess up sometimes and it helps to see how we have been reacted to or how our the people we have offended or hurt in some way might have given us grace or offered up compassion and forgiveness. And what a wonderful thing to be grateful for. Share your gratitude with others. There is actual research that shows expressing gratitude strengthens relationships. So anytime you have the opportunity to appreciate something from somebody, do so out loud or in a note or through a text message, any way you can show appreciation for someone, it builds relationships. Use your senses and recognize that your ability to touch to see, taste, smell, hear, to whatever degree is a gift and an opportunity to see what it means to be human and just how very miraculous all of our bodily functions and workings and the things that keep us living and moving and breathing from day to day is truly nothing short of a miracle and frankly, gifts. And while I know there are people who are lacking some of these gifts to uh, one degree or another, there are other things that are available to be grateful for. And so it's worth spending some time with those types of things. There are two primary obstacles to gratitude and being grateful. One is forgetting to be grateful, and the other one is a lack of mindful awareness. Because when we are on autopilot, we pay very little attention to the present moment of hearing and seeing and touching and feeling the grass beneath our toes or recognizing the miracle of the car that we're in that gets us to work because we just take everything for granted and we are on autopilot. One of the ways to overcome forgetfulness and this lack of mindful awareness is to create visual reminders, sticky notes. It doesn't matter how you do it. You can Put sticky notes on your bathroom mirror or in your car or in a notebook and remind you that remind you to pick something to be grateful for. You can also commit to be grateful to for something or for someone when you see a particular person. If you're married or in a relationship, it can be your partner or your spouse, and you can use them as a visual reminder. 
to say, every time I see so-and-so, I am going to think of something about that person I am grateful for. So pick your visual reminders and help them increase your gratitude awareness. Make a vow to practice gratitude. Again, this is a research-based thing. Uh, Research shows that making an oath to perform a behavior increases the likelihood that you will engage in that behavior. So this isn't something small. This is a commitment to yourself. Call it a vow. Call it an oath that you are going to engage in some sort of gratitude practice. Think of a phrase, I promise to count my blessings each day. Or I vow to tell two people I'm thankful for something that they have done and make that part of your everyday. Another one is about the language that you use, not necessarily the language that you speak, but the, the words you use inside of your own mind to reference the world around you. Grateful people usually are accustomed to using words like gifts, blessings, fortunate, abundance, blessed. And so attend to your language and really start to reframe how you refer to the things that you appreciate. I appreciate very much my Suburban. I love my Suburban. I've had that thing since 2003. It has taken my family, I don't know, a few hundred thousand miles, and we've had road trips in it. And I feel very blessed and very grateful for that Suburban. I am grateful for my Chacos. I wear my Chacos hiking all the way pretty much into December. And then I put them back on sometime in March because I love those shoes so very much. And I don't want to feel, I don't ever want to feel like I'm taking for granted those things that are important in my life. I appreciate being able to be grateful for the big things and the little things. And I use words like blessed and blessings and abundance because I do live in abundance and I want to be grateful for that. So watch your language. Use grateful words to describe everyday things. Grateful motions include smiling, saying thank you, and writing letters of gratitude. So go through the motions of being grateful. The more you go through the motions, the more you will trigger the emotion of gratitude and the more things you will find to be grateful for. It's kind of that fake it to make it idea. The more you engage in the actions of 
acting grateful, you will increase your gratitude. Another one is to think outside the box. Think outside the box. If you want to make the most out of opportunities for gratitude, you need to be creative in looking for new situations and circumstances to feel grateful. So that can be anything. I happen to be very grateful for all of the different type of clothing that I have available in order to hike comfortably. And I mean this sincerely. I remember last year just choosing randomly to take a coat with a hood on a hike as opposed to a coat without a hood. And the idea that I could do that and then be protected from the wind by that coat with a hood really impacted me on that particular hike on that particular afternoon. And I realize that I am abundantly blessed. And I realize that I do have things available to me that maybe other people don't. And I am truly grateful. And I think that is my job is to be grateful for those things that I do have and that are available to me. And so being able to think outside of just your regular things or the most obvious things helps increase gratitude. Okay, so I'm going to go really quick back to um, some of the ways to uh, relate gratitude to the brain and list about four ways to help train your brain to practice more gratitude. Again, these are mindfulness activities or gratitude is a mindfulness activity because if you're not mindfully aware of what your life is full of or like at any given moment, you are going to miss opportunities to be grateful. So one of the first ways to increase gratitude and to train your brain to be able to practice this more intentionally is to take time to notice what's around you. This is a mindfulness opportunity. And if you are a grateful person, you are more mindful of other people's kindnesses and gestures. And the more often you tune into your own awareness, the greater the likelihood for you to notice all of the good that's around you and to feel grateful for it. And then this gratitude actually brings you a sense of satisfaction and increased happiness. A person's ability to pick up on the beauty of nature or kindnesses from other people or to take chances to do something new require us or people to be cognizant of ourselves and our surroundings. And so being mindful of help in the kitchen or the color of the sunset really allows human beings 
I don't know if I'm talking in the third person or the first person, but basically it allows human beings to generate more gratitude by just noticing. We live in an area where our sunsets are pretty, they pretty much take the entire horizon. It is not uncommon at all for my family to call one another out fairly regularly to come and look at the sunset, which are generally extraordinary and something that we see very, very frequently. And the fact that we are still grateful for them is something that I find gratifying. And I feel very blessed that my kids will take time to notice these things. The next one for uh, under ways to train your brain is to practice gratitude for the little things, because really there are no little things. Um, this goes back to the podcast, Creating Savoring Rituals, which was, I don't know, a few podcasts ago, and recognizing that if we just wait for the big things, life pretty much just passes us by because we don't have big things very often. But being grateful for the small things, like eating a meal or tasting your favorite chocolate or uh, saying a prayer of gratitude for the food that you have is a really important and great way to create and enjoy gratitude every time you sit down to eat. Another thing to be grateful for is waking up in the morning. That's a whole new day you've got ahead of you uh, for all kinds of different things. And being grateful for that doesn't seem small because you woke up in the morning, but we do take it for granted. So be grateful for it. Another one is to share your gratitude for your loved ones. It is easy to, to take our loved ones for granted. It's easy to think that they'll always be there to um, not show appreciation or thank you or uh, a hug or a text or whatever you can do to reach out to show the people that you love that you're grateful for them. I was driving with my, let's see, where were we going? I don't know. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm sick. I was driving with my son and his fiance and I can't remember I can't remember the specifics, but I remember being done with that you know, trip. It wasn't really a trip, but that journey with them, whatever it was, and recognizing just how often they showed appreciation for one another and it came in the form of thank yous and literally I appreciate that and I'm grateful for that. And it was just such a nice thing. I never said anything to them. So if they're listening to this, maybe they'll hear it, but they really went out of their way to show each other appreci appreciation for just the little things. And it really warmed my heart, honestly. And it gave me something to be grateful for. 
last but not least is to share uh, and spread gratitude. If you're using social media in any way, shape, or form, use it to spread and show gratitude. There's a lot of ne- negativity, and it's not it's not all one way or all another way. Social media can be a great place to spread love, kindness, and gratitude. So as you engage in it, using it as a way to create more positive online experiences, a better atmosphere would be a good way to spread gratitude. And so when you're posting those photos, family photos of you on your vacations, make it less about the vacation and more about the gratitude of the experience and help others see the gratitude and the beauty of life through your eyes in your social media platform. Let's inspire each other to feel more gratitude. Ralph Waldo Emerson said, cultivate the habit of being grateful for every good thing that comes to you and to give thanks continuously. And because all things have contributed to your advancement, you should include all things in your gratitude. Find a way to be grateful every day for the rest of your life. Happy Thanksgiving and have a good week. Thank you.